0: A production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Heart of Community is supported by the MJ Murdoch Charitable Trust, helping community-focused organizations across the Pacific Northwest sustain their missions. Because when a powerful idea fulfills its promise, lives are changed, communities thrive, and our entire region prospers. Learn more at murdochtrust.org. Every life
1: is a journey a series of twists and turns that take us through a circle leading from beginning to end. Labyrinths, that ancient concept of a meandering pathway leading into and out of the center of a circle, is a perfect metaphor for this journey. With nature itself as his canvas, Denny Dyke transforms the sands of the southern Oregon coast into an experience of discovery for those who happen upon his creations. Denny says he'd taught meditation, but he'd had challenges practicing it on its own. Making sand labyrinths at Face Rock State Scenic Viewpoint in Bandon, Oregon, turned into his own personal meditation.
2: To me, it's always about the meditation, the healing, uh, being down on the beach.
1: Now the lead artist for an organization called Circles in the Sand, he describes his sand labyrinths he's been creating for about a decade as a dream field, a nod to the 1989 movie Field of Dreams.
2: Well, when when I came up with the original pattern, basically it was just uh, seven spirals, you know, that they all interlinked. And at the time, I would wrap a path all the way around all of them and have the entrance next to the exit. So you'd walk through the whole pattern go around the whole thing, which is just sealing the energy and, and, and all that stuff, um, the size, that, and then I had to, wow, what am I going to call it? It's not traditional by any means. And of course, uh, the movie field of dreams came into, into play somewhere along that line, I'm sure. And then I says, you know, that's what it is. It's, it's, it's where dreams can come true. It's where, where we can find ourselves.
1: His designs have evolved and changed over the years into larger patterns, and 2021 marked the seventh season for Circles in the Sand to create sand labyrinths at Face Rock Wayside in Bandon. He points out the difference between a maze and a labyrinth. A labyrinth is a single path with no dead ends, no wrong turns, and these creations have become a popular destination for tens of thousands of tourists and locals. As Beth Patrick describes it, she took a leap of faith when she moved to Oregon from Vermont a few years ago. Walking along the beach, she saw one of Denny's labyrinths and decided to explore.
3: About halfway through the walk, I just had a really intense emotional reaction in a very good way. I was, It was just like, oh my gosh, this... This solidifies that I made the right choice, that that leap of faith was the right thing to do. This is where I'm supposed to be. And that was just a a validating, cathartic experience I had walking the labyrinth.
1: Beth is now the Circles in the Sand administrative director and a sand artist. And she's part of a dedicated team on the beach about two hours before each scheduled walk that's open to the public. These walks begin as early as 8 in the morning or as late as 11, depending on the tides. And if you haven't visited the Oregon coast, labyrinth artist Denny sets the scene.
2: Uh, Let let me just give you a quick guide through uh, what we do when we get there in the morning. Okay. Uh, Face Rock Viewpoint is a state park. It's got about 30 parking spots up on top and then it drops off to the ocean. And that's my canvas down down below. If you look straight out in front of uh, the viewpoint, uh, there's cathedral rock, which is just a a large rock. Uh, It's got some uh, caves in it, great acoustics, that sort of thing. Um, Then face rock is out in the ocean, just right behind it. If you go south, you can look all the way down the coast, uh, oh, forever it seems. Um, but that's that's my canvas area, They're, that north and south area off of the viewpoint. If you look up to the north, um, you're right in front of Face Rock, uh, and the sand is normally pretty flat. You have to keep in mind that um, sand moves around about five or six feet a year, up and down, and that changes the way the sand drains. You've got a six-foot tide, if you've got a lot of sand, You know, that's one thing. If you don't have much sand, it's all underwater. And that changes seasonally. And so uh, where I'm located, I can always kind of shift from the north to south and and find enough sand to to do what I do.
1: The season for circles in the sand stretches from April through August. Denny uses a staff to cut through the sand. Each draw takes up to two hours. He says he starts with a dedication circle about 8 to 10 feet in diameter then a 40-foot circle around that for people to sign their names.
2: Then we put in the entrance and the exit, because I know they're going to be right next to each other, so that's not too difficult. And then the fun begins.
1: It takes about 20 minutes for visitors to complete the walk. Chopsticks are left out so anyone can add their own designs, and about a dozen volunteers are encouraged to help rake or groom the path.
2: It's just a marvelous experience. I've never understood what it meant to Embrace nature. Cause I mean, we're right in the heart of it. That thing was underwater six hours ago. You know, uh, all the wildlife down there, the sound of the ocean, uh, the varying weather, sometimes a challenge, but it, it's, it's varying. Uh, and to answer a question, yes, any rain will stop us. It dissolves it quickly. Uh, other than that, uh, we do what we do. A typical walk is, uh, well, a third of a mile, half of a mile. So it gives you a long time to get out on the sand and and just enjoy the artwork and the sounds and everything else that's going on.
1: Christine Maring is a longtime volunteer with Circles in the Sand.
0: The beach is my front yard, actually, so I live on the beach and I I love it. Uh, I wake up every day to it and watch the sunsets at night. So I'm I'm tied to the beach. And I heard there was a guy uh, drawing labyrinths on the beach, and that's curious and interesting, so I went down and I was hooked. He said, do you want to help? And uh, seven years later, I'm still helping.
1: Each day a draw is scheduled, Beth and Christine work together to create a theme, something simple and positive. There's often an ocean theme or themes like love or zen, and artists add related imagery, such as waves, jellyfish, starfish, or turtles. The first draw of the season, says Beth, started with the words, leave behind what is not needed at the entrance.
3: We don't tell people how to walk the labyrinth or what they should experience or what they should expect to experience. People, people ask sometimes, you know, what, what do I do or what should I not do or, or whatever. Um, I write words generally somewhere at the beginning of the labyrinth that say leave behind what is not needed. And that just sort of subtly sets the intention for the walk. So you, you read those words as you're walking, okay, leave behind what is not needed. This is a good place to leave behind whatever baggage you're carrying, whatever stress you know is bothering you, whatever you're worrying about, and the, the ocean, take it away.
1: In 2020, with the coronavirus pandemic, the circles in the sand season was delayed and the number of out-of-town visitors dropped. But residents from Bandon, a small town of just over 3,000, kept coming. There was magic to being outdoors, says Christine.
0: We changed the way we made the labyrinths. um, So that part was different. But yet there was just the wonderfulness of associating with other people when we were sequestered for so long. And even though even though the restrictions were there, it was nice to be on the beach and nice to be with other people.
1: Denny redesigned his dream fields. There weren't as many spirals and turns to make sure people were able to maintain social distancing as they walked the path of the labyrinth. This year, the Delta variant of COVID-19 is circulating in the U.S., causing more infections and spreading more quickly. So these days, instead of encouraging visitors to hug, Denny asks them to repeat the word, love.
2: The intention behind circles has always been uh, meditation and transformation. And the primary mantra right now is share love, show love, and be love. That is the one phrase that I use continually because it is the one word that will unite.
1: Beth says there are other ways they're trying to share love.
3: I tell you, it's so amazing. We give out stones at the beginning of the walk, which is just an abalone shell full of polished rocks. And people are, are so happy to be able to take something with them to hold as they're walking the labyrinth, but also as a keepsake for remembering walking the labyrinth that day. And when people are picking up the dream stones, we hear so many, I love you. It's so awesome. And then we get to say, I love you back. And so it's been a pretty cool thing. It's our, one of definitely the ways we've adjusted to COVID this year, for yeah. sure. So that just helps to enhance the mission of love. For
1: Christine, these elaborate sand labyrinths are a metaphor about the journey of life.
0: The labyrinths that we draw in every labyrinth, really, the entrance and the exit are, if not the same place, close to the same place. And that's very much like life, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. We begin, we end. Um, Pretty much as in the same place. Um, In our lives, we travel through pathways we take our journey forward twists and turns unexpected things beautiful unexpected things Um, we meet people along the way and in the dream field labyrinths we do meet people along the way we see them and there they are again Um, but essentially we're traveling our journey ourselves and we walk and We must do it ourselves, even though there are other people around us. We have to take that journey alone. And uh, it's just, it's like life. There are twists and turns, unexpected things, and then we are done with our journey. Very much like life.
1: Unpredictable weather ahead brings an end to each season of Circles in the Sand. It can be hard to draw on the sand in the rain or with high winds, so the final draw of 2021 was scheduled for August 25th. But visitors can look for pop-up draws at beaches along the Oregon coast in the fall. And of course, the team is already making plans to return to their home beach at Face Rock Wayside in Bandon next year. Again, Denny Dyke.
2: It just keeps changing. Uh, I, I don't know what to expect next, but I'm sure looking forward.
1: This podcast is a companion to the written series, Heart of Community, which you'll find in the pages of Ruralite magazine. Read them in your local copy of the magazine or visit Ruralite.com. That's r-u-r-a-l-i-t-e.com. Our show, as well as the magazine series, is made possible in part by the generous and thoughtful support of the M.J. Murdoch Charitable Trust. You can learn more about their significant work at MurdochTrust.org. Heart of Community is a production of Pioneer Utility Resources. Our producer is Stephen V. Smith. Our editor, Leon Espinoza. The series narrator is yours truly, Chasity Anderson. Our engineer is Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio. This episode was written by Laura Spencer. It's based on the Ruralite Magazine story by Brandon Pomeranke. Thank you, our listeners, for tuning in. And please share these important stories with someone who needs to be uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. For that, after all, is the mission of the arts and the heart of our community.